NASCAR's coming back. We don't have a lot of time to get everything ready. It looks like our primary cars are not gonna be ready. We're getting in touch with all of our teams, getting everything loaded up. One thing's for sure, we're going to the backups here on the Backup Car Podcast. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Backup Car Podcast, episode 10, a once again weekly NASCAR podcast. Uh, as always, joined by James Athlete, Casey Lester, I'm Eric Webler. Um, you know, it's it's we're we're getting ready. We are all getting ready for just what we love to come back in our lives, and it's kind of I think a sense of normalcy, really, in a time where nothing has been normal. Uh, I'm excited, even though the schedule's different. That's going to be a big topic today, is talking about the schedule changes. Um, but what we said last podcast, we talked about how there's going to be two races at Darlington, two races at Charlotte to restart this season, this 2020 season, the farewell tour for Jimmy Johnson. Uh, it has been confirmed. So that is what's going on. We got a race, uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. That's the 17th, right? Um, uh, that is the 17th. You are correct. The yep. 17th. Um, that's one race at Darlington. We got an Xfinity race on that Tuesday. Another cup race on that Wednesday, the 20th. Then we're going to head to Charlotte. There's an ARCA race, I think, on the Saturday, uh, the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Cup, uh, the Coke 600. I think that's the first normal race, I guess, that we're going to be having. That's going on on the 24th, and then we have Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup again the next consecutive days. Um, so that's four races in a matter of 10 days, which is insane. Um, that's four races for just the Cup Series, and we're not even talking about Xfinity's got two, Trucks have one, Arca has one. Uh, I mean, some guys. Who do you think, you know, what, what driver and why is it Kyle Busch that's going to try to compete in all 10 races? <laughs> It's just what that animal does, man. He, yeah. He's just an absolute maniac with these cars. He 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 loves racing. He might not be the most beloved by the fans, but at this point, you cannot argue his greatness and you cannot argue his passion for the sport because this man again and again and again proves how good he is and how insane he is for the sport. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... Kyle Busch is just, I actually, someone, was it NASCAR on Fox? Someone posted, uh, who do you think are the top five drivers of all time? And I actually, I, remember that. I listed Kyle Busch as four. Yeah. Just drop something on the ground, that's fine. Uh, I listed Kyle Busch as four, which I know is probably <laughs> insane to a lot of people. But, right. I mean, I don't think you can ever argue his 200 wins in, plus wins in uh, NASCAR's top three series. Uh, I just think that alone shows how good of a driver he is. Yes, right. it's wins in the trucks, and yes, it's wins in Xfinity. But I don't think that it's a uh, a fluke. You can't just go in and dominate like he does. Uh, no one can go into that any of those series and dominate like he does. I truly don't think that. I don't even think you know, right. maybe Jimmy Johnson in his heyday, but like Jimmy Johnson, when he whenever he raced in Xfinity and trucks, he was not that good. So. Mm-hmm. Kyle Busch is just insane, and I—I I mean, I bet if he entered all ten races, I think he would win at least half of them. Honestly, you know that sounds about right. Yeah. It's interesting that you brought up Eric this um 
this thing about the the top five drivers like the like the nascar mount rushmore yeah because my my uh my decision was just about drivers whose careers have already finished or are about to be finished because i i I couldn't in good conscience put kyle bush up there before his career was over because I think he's got a good ten more years that he can supply to NASCAR. How old is Kyle Busch? Is he 30, 36? I think he just turned thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yeah. Um, thirty-four, thirty-five. Um, so I just went with the the super easy choices: Petty, Pearson, Gordon, Earnhardt, and Johnson. Mm. Uh, just because those careers are either done or about to be done. And those are two. Those are five of the most storied careers in NASCAR history, and they're they're drivers that really, let's be honest, at this point nobody has a problem with. So, you know, right now Kyle Busch is waiting in the wings, but to to put him there even before he's his career is over, I, I just couldn't in con- good conscience do that. No, I just I, I don't know. I feel like Kyle's uh something something about the way he races that I just think like. And when he when this is all said and done for him, I mean, he could. I think he could be in the conversation for, uh, you know, who is the best in NASCAR to ever do it. Um, yeah, I know that's kind of crazy. It's really crazy to think about, but it's just something that's just like he's really shown that he's unstoppable in a lot of things. Um, and yes, only two Cup championships, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he has another three left in him. You know, at least. So, a mm-hmm. uh, lot to a lot to discuss. I mean, these races—it's it, exciting. There's gonna be a lot going on. Uh, the Darlington race on uh, on on Wednesday, the twentieth—that's gonna be a nighttime race. So everyone that's who, gonna be a lot of fun so to watch. so all all of us who are working here actually. Oh yeah, the, we record on Wednesdays. Yeah, we're gonna have to be doing that podcast after the race. Luckily, it's a shorter race. You're gonna get yeah. to do. Yeah, I think it's 500 kilometers, which comes out to what? Right, 300. I have no idea. Hey Google, <laughs> how many? Oh, uh, oh shit! Uh, uh, you know what? Now that I think about it, remember Phoenix used to do the the 500k at their races like a long time ago 2003 yeah. 2004 yeah and th- those that that's a mile long race track and they always went 312 laps so i think 312 uh uh miles is 500 kilometers i don't know that for a fact but it sounds right to me let's see 500 yeah. 310.686 miles Roughly. No, okay so i could i lost my i, I lost how i was going to say that to google so I, I you know didn't know what happened, but I searched it. Could have just done that. <laughs> but, you know, I think the big thing is I think it will just kind of as we were discussing really what this schedule is going to be like. Uh, the big thing is is that this Darlington race on the seventeenth and the one on the twentieth are yeah. two unscheduled Darlington races. Uh, this kind of just I feel like really came out of nowhere uh, a couple weeks ago as a rumor, and then all of a sudden it was happening. You know, this is in the middle of Texas going, hey, we want a race, you know. So I, I just, it means that there's, that's two races, unless they get rid of the Darlington date down the line. I, which I wouldn't be shocked if they did that. Like, hey, this is what's happening. Um, We're putting the our Darlington, was it August? August race, and now in. Uh, September. 
And we're putting that yeah, I fall, think it's the first race in the chase. We're putting that late fall uh, race, or late fall, well, late summer, early fall race. Now here, uh, getting rid of the you know novelty of the throwback schemes, but it's it's gonna make that means that a date will open up in that slot, right? For a Sonoma or um, Texas. I mean, I don't know. Thinking of the tracks that the, the places that are more hard hit right now. I don't have the list in front of me or the the um. The map of what's hardest hit right now. Uh, as three guys who live in New York here, we know that New York is the hardest hit out of you know all the states. It's been you know insane. Luckily, we're in a good spot. Uh, New York has done such a good job. And you really think about what's gone on and how the stay-at-home orders have been put in place. Uh, New York City is not far for us, and the fact that that everyone really has done a good job staying home. And making sure that this virus, you know, doesn't spread. I mean, the spread here has really slowed down. Binghamton's a hot spot in New York. And we're very fortunate that things have been fairly well here. We're all still, you know, wearing masks every time we go out and all that stuff. But uh, you really think about social events here. There's not going to be any social events at, down by the city or Long Island. There's no way. Um, but that kind of brings up into question Watkins Glen. Um, Watkins Glen, right. my favorite racetrack. Uh, that's never been a secret. I have gone every year since 2011. I know Casey's gone every year since way before that. It's just Eight. like I, I think about how much I love that track. It's going to be real unfortunate if there isn't a race there or if I can't attend it. But, I mean, at the same time, a lot of people uh, that I know are writing off Watkins Glen very qu- quickly. That there's no way in heck. I've already said shit in this podcast. There's no way in hell that Watkins Glen's gonna happen. And the thing is, Watkins Glen is so far from New York City in I guess how we feel, whereas someone else might just think of oh, you know, New York. You know, it's the hot spot, and it might just, they might think of the whole state. Uh, Watkins Glen has a real possibility of happening. Yes, it does. I mean, like, Casey, you live out that way. I mean, what is the population like? How dense is it? Um, not not terribly dense. I wouldn't say it. It's fairly spread out. Um, you know, you def- you, have, you definitely have more of your rural areas. Kind of everything kind of congregates. Uh, more so like Corning, Elmira, and Watkins is kind of spread out for sure. Like in the you know the the surrounding towns and everything. It, it's it's definitely not very dense. I don't. I don't think there would be a lot of virus spread um, in that kind of area. Even in downtown Watkins, I'm sure it probably would be very low. Um, whereas in a bigger city like Corning or Elmira, it might be a little. It might be a little. Um, you don't really know. But I mean, as far as the area surrounding the track and everything, you should you should be fine. Um, I'm I'm pretty optimistic about it. At least you know if it stays at the scheduled date in August, we've we've got a real shot. I think if Things keep progressing and things keep clearing out the way that they have. I'm so fingers. I have some numbers myself. Right now, there are 3.75 million confirmed cases across the planet. Uh, the United States has about a third of that, 1.23 million cases mm. uh, in the United States. A lot of them in New York State. A lot of them in California. Uh, right now, it looks like 
the the virus itself has hit pretty much every single state in America, including Hawaii and uh, Alaska. Yeah. Huh. Uh, uh, the thing, and by what... the way, the, the the country with the second most amount of cases, Spain, two hundred twenty thousand three hundred twenty five. Not even close to what we have. You, you like, know, I, I'm surprised, but also at the same time not as surprised that our numbers are that high because you think I, I feel like if which I am not at all gonna downplay this virus, uh, but I think a lot of people have this this idea that oh it's you know it's it's like the flu you know and it, unfortunately is still the mindset of a lot of Americans. Uh, it's really unfortunate. It's unfortunate that that's the way it's been, but yeah, I mean, you can't. There's so many people here, especially if it an outbreak was to happen in L.A. or New York City. The amount of people per square mile is insane. I mean, even compared to here. So it's just like kind of one of those things that's bound to happen. But then you look at Watkins Glen for a race to happen there. It, I, for those listening to the show that have never been to Watkins Glen, all three of us have been there. Mm. That track is is very uniquely placed, and it's it, I don't know what it's like for I I've only been to two tracks in my life. I've been to the Glen and I've been to Pocono, and both mm. of those tracks are kind of like I I don't want to say the middle of nowhere, but it really that, that is what they're, it is. That's they're, they're separated, like the areas surrounding them are is just kind of rural. It's, Without away from everything. So if you feel so, I feel like if a if a you know a race was to happen, and the thing is, there's got to be a lot of guidelines put down for these races to happen, and for the teams uh, to practice, you know, proper hygiene everywhere. But I mean, you send NASCAR to Watkins Glen now. I mean, you just gotta keep keep the masks on, keep you know washing your hands, hand sanitizer after everything. If it's just that group together and they've been together for a while, I mean, you're going to end up one, – one person gets sick, the other guy's going to get sick. But that's the worry. Uh, and I and that's the worry, I think, in general. If someone gets sick at one of these races, is that going to be – is NASCAR shut down again? Like, what happens? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a concerning thought. By the way, 263,000 deaths right now global globally from the coronavirus and it's probably going uh 73,000 in the United States so that those numbers are probably going to grow but if 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 this situation this situation should not be getting worse right because by now i would hope that's that that the the world kind of has registered that there's something going on and we really should be careful with it but uh and i'm sorry this has kind of become a coronavirus podcast but um you know just just uh by the way citing johns hopkins university of medicine uh with with the numbers here they have this whole uh page uh dedicated to the virus and the research and its latest numbers so thank you to them um but right now this is this is basically why everything is in in this deep super deep limbo right now um, you know, it's why NASCAR is not happening, why baseball is not happening, why there isn't anything uh, with the NBA or the NHL. Those seasons are practically done. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I we're all waiting to see how 
how things change and if a vaccine can be invented. Uh, and, you know, if if it can, then maybe things will start getting back to normal pretty darn quick. But, you know, right now we're at a point where we are at the mercy of this ugly virus. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it's survivable. But it's you, you could also die from it. So we all have to be super careful. Um, yeah. Just... And, and that's the scary part. Yeah, just keep basically just keep doing what you're doing. Keep taking all the precautions that you need to mm-hmm. until it's deemed safe that we don't need to. And even after that, probably keep taking precautions. What's what's the harm in it? You know, yeah. so hey, it's going to be a little going. while, even from the moment that a vaccine is created, which it seems extremely unlikely that one would be created tomorrow. It's still going to take a long time before we get to even a sense of normalcy here in this country. The big thing with vaccines is that, you know, they could have a vaccine ready tomorrow. They could. But the thing is, they have to test it. And they'll test it, test it, test it. And that testing, we won't know if it's going to be safe for us until next year. You know what I mean? We could get to January and it might be ready. But... It's that's the unfortunate thing. I mean, we just gotta keep taking it easy. And I, I, I'm ex- like for NASCAR, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited that there's going going to be a you know racing back. And I, I, I'm worried for everybody in it. You know, as long as you're not like, I think I mentioned this before we got started. You know, if these teams are going to, you know, they're gonna get they're they live in Charlotte. But if they're traveling to Darlington for next week, next weekend, um, you know, stock up in Charlotte. You live in Charlotte, go to the Charlotte stores. And then when you head to Darlington, you don't have to leave Darlington. You have your food for the week or the weekend. You're all prepared. You don't have to worry. And I think that's a big deal um, yeah. with these teams. I mean, you got to make every, the drivers need to stay separated from everybody else. Everything needs to be properly sanitized. These cars will never be cleaner. I mean, it's definitely it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um, I, I think the big thing is you know what what places aren't going to have uh, a race. Seeing that you know with Darlington and and Charlotte now adding uh, two races mm-hmm. to their yeah. schedule, and I I feel like you look at a place like Sonoma, California. That's coming up yeah. in. June. That's next month. That is almost a month away. You know? Mm-hmm. So, in from exact. Uh, I love Sonoma. I love that race. And it's in the middle of the desert. So, you know, who knows? But at the same time, it's like, you know, if we get to end of May and things are still just as bad, uh, there's no way that California's going to be like, hey, you know, come on in. You know, here, bring 400 people in. And the thing is, what what's also against Sonoma, in my opinion, the the it's only the Cup Series. So unless they're like, hey, also bring Xfinity and trucks, which right, yes is right. more people, uh, it would instead make more sense for NASCAR to go all the way out to Sonoma. That's a long drive. Yeah. That is a much longer yeah. drive uh, than the drive yeah. to Michigan the week before. Yeah, what I'm what I'm thinking they have to do is they kind of have to structure it in a way that kind of geographically makes sense. Also, kind of keeping in mind what you know where the uh, you know areas where that have been hit and such. But you got to kind of structure this in a way 
that reduces costs as much as you can. You know, that's already something that teams seem to struggle with. So you have to structure it in a way. Okay, what what makes the most sense uh, for teams, for drivers, for crews, logistically? Um, It's a bit of a challenge, but um, at the same time, it's something they need to do uh, just kind of long term, like as far as income and stuff goes, too. Because everyone's losing money here. Yeah. What's the problem with, with, you know, a track losing a race? I mean, that track is losing money. I mean, luckily, uh, a track like Watkins Glen, they have, but they also have the uh, the IMSA race. The six hours is coming up in June. Is that going to happen? Um, They have a bunch of random events throughout the year. I mean, I don't think Watkins Glen's going to hurt. I think, you know, you'll... It's a racetrack. It's already there. It's you know, even if they didn't take care of it for a year, they can come back, mow it, and take take care of everything. The track has just been paved. It'll be fine. Uh, I'm not saying to just not take care of it, but it's still something. It's it's an idea. And the other thing I'm thinking about, I'm just looking at the schedule right now. I have that in front of me. Um, you know what's gonna happen with Fox? Uh, Fox is doing all these races. They're gonna. Uh, it's gonna be a That's really intense schedule for Mike Joy, yeah. for Jeff yep. Gordon, for all the people who put on those races. Uh, as well as I mean, we we lost. Um, hold on, I don't have my mouse working. I haven't played it on my Xbox because I was playing Call of Duty. Uh, one, two, three, four. We 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 lost eight races, and we're about to make up. We're we're about to make up two, uh, technically. Actually, no, three, because we're not doing All Star Race. The All Star Race is supposed to be next weekend. Uh, so we're technically making up three races, and that's two Darlingtons and a Charlotte. Um, so that's three races down the line that we lose. Um, you know, do we lose? Do we do we lose like um the Darlington race later in the season? Is that in the chase? I don't think that is. Uh, Darlington is the first race. It is the first race, uh, and I don't know if they want. I, right. I, I don't think it matters now to touch chases races in the chase. So I think if they got rid yeah. of it, they wouldn't care. Yeah. Think, were you just about to say something, James? Nope. Uh, yeah, no, it's just uh, it's just crazy. And well, I mean, I, actually, I did want to go back to the the point about the abuse that Fox is going to take from this. Oh yeah, because uh, their reporters. Matt Yoakum, he's no spring chicken anymore. He's been doing this for a really long time. He's been with Fox since the beginning. Um, Mike Joy is 70. And Ken Squire left CBS before he reached that age. Uh, How old is Mike Joy? You cut out there. 70. Oh, jeez. Yep, 70 wow. years old. Um, and so he's been, he's been doing the Daytona 500 for 41 years. Seriously, that's a long time, and uh, you know the the fatigue could be there. I don't. I think he's going to try to pull through it, but I also think maybe Fox goes another route and says, "Well, you know, we'll we'll make it easier, Mike Joy, and bring in somebody else. Have Vince Welsh do a cup race or two, uh, or somebody." Else. God, I hope not. Uh, Sorry, Vince Welsh. <laughs> Sorry, Vince Welsh. Well, you know. No, I, I mean, mean I'll, I'll, but, uh, I would be. No, I'm no, I'm saying like, like Mike Joy is the guy. Like, the, yeah. to get rid of him, man. I just no, you're not getting rid of him. I know it's under. I know what, why you would, for him to rest. I think, but like, mm-hmm. 
like if that's the outcome, like for 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 Mike Joy, man, I almost don't. I I hate to say it, cause then yeah, Vince Welch then might come in, but I think of like he's seventy. We just mentioned that. Yep. yep. He's seventy years old. Does now now does does Fox go remote? Which I feel like is possible. It might be very hard. You know, the satellites cut out. Possible. It is possible. I mean, honestly, Didn't what are they, they just do what are they doing for the Korean baseball game? What? Didn't they just do that for the Korean baseball game? I'm pretty sure they did. Not sure. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, but I'm just saying, like, if, if they did do that, or do they say if if they're going to they're going to the track to to announce? Do they tell him, like, Joy to stay home? He's 70. Yeah. I mean, he's higher... At, he's he's at more of a risk than Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Just because of his age. Yeah. I mean, even Vince Welch, he's, he's older. I would say yeah. Adam Alexander. Yeah, that's a great idea. Because Adam Alexander's broadcast talent is very underrated. Uh, it's just... It's it's that's so weird. I didn't even th- I, it's so weird to think about that. Like yeah. to think of like Mike Joy not not being at a, doing a cup race. I don't know why mm. that's so weird to me. It's just I've he's he's I mean not he's not the only voice I've heard, but he is the only voice that's been consistent from my childhood all the way to now. Yeah, yeah. and like that it's it's kind of just I don't know. It's not that's putting things into perspective for me. It's just like. It's just, it keeps it real. It keeps this whole thing real. Yeah. There's certain things. That, I mean, I think NASCAR, I don't, I don't see how it couldn't do be uh, remotely done. Um, I know that they're talking about a couple things doing remote cameras, uh, but I wouldn't necessarily hate it if they set up a camera and were like, okay, that's, that's the spot for the camera for the whole race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so instead of, you know, you know, ten people around the racetrack. They have you know maybe one guy that's going to go around to each camera if something happens, and they have one other guy, and all those other all those cameras are set up, you know, static. Right? They're just going to stay there and just yeah. all, right, all right. This this camera is watching out of turn two. Basically, what they do for um, crank it up, you know, yeah, yeah. And then they have one other camera up top that gets all that that can hit the whole track. You know what I mean? It's gonna. It, it's just like there's a lot of stuff that's gonna go into, into these broadcasts. It's so weird. It, it, it's almost. I'm talking about this with you guys is making this so much more interesting and different, and and it, it's very weird that this is you know that and it's it's almost crazy to me that they're getting started, but at the same time I'm glad they are. It's just, it's so weird to talk it all out and then all of a sudden just hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. it just puts everything into perspective. But, um. Well, the, the fact that NASCAR is coming back is, is going to be great for everybody that follows the sport. It's going to be great for everybody who works in the sport. But we still have to remember that it's not exactly like it's going to be the way it was. Even even two months ago, even in yeah. February, you know, because this is this is a time that nobody thought was going to happen. This isn't this isn't a time that anybody ever wanted to happen. 
and right now it's going to be just so much newness, so much eeriness. You know, it's it's going to be kind of ugly there for a little while. And, uh, you know, we've kind of reached a normalcy in our own lives because we've gotten, Eric, you and I have gotten used to working uh, remotely and, and, you know, things like that. These NASCAR, we're not used to having NASCAR do races in front of empty grandstands. We're not used to... uh, Unless unless you've watched a truck race. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, ARCA race. Uh, You know, we're, we're just not used to having... NASCAR not have full grandstands mm. of screaming fans or you know it, it, reporters standing right next to the drivers or you know br- broadcasters in the main booth you know mm. someone on the scene singing the national anthem instead of doing so from uh, from a remote location in like like in, in their own home you know um, it, it's it's gonna be extremely strange, yeah. and we have to be ready for that because it it could take us by surprise. Even as we expected, it could take us out by surprise how strange it really is. Yeah, I mean, you you know, it's not like we have though Dell Junior. You know, still in the series yeah. because if yep. because it, it would be very strange if Junior took the lead and I didn't hear the crowd. You know, <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. that one would be strange, but. Still, you know, there's a lot to it. Uh, I think that it would... Uh, it, it, I feel like it would really... Su- like, I'd be super happy for it. And I think everyone around the world would be really happy for it. But, like, what if Jimmy Johnson wins? And there's no fans there. You know what I mean? That would be, that would be rough. I mean, it's just something that could happen. That's just bottom yeah. line. But just to be like... You know, like... Especially for these Johnson fans that are going to these races, thinking, like, you know, like, this is going to be my last time seeing Johnson race. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's sign of the times you can't really, you know, that's, that's the way it's got to be. Yeah. As it is. Um, but uh, other things, you know, we've talked a lot about the schedule. We'll talk a lot about the coronavirus and just what's going to happen with NASCAR and just everything that's, yeah. that's you know, crazy. I mean, uh, on top of all the craziness, we got Matt Kenseth coming back. And I think that's awesome yeah. with Matt coming back. And we've talked about it the whole podcast last week. Um, and, I mean, I think that he just he just revealed a new paint scheme for him. Very similar to uh, what Larson was running. but uh, Or he who should not be named. Um, but still, I feel like I love that they, they, they added a... Um, there's black on the car, which there's never been black on a on a or enough of it on a credit one car. Uh, so the front of it looks sleek. I mean, it's a nice looking vehicle. So really happy for Kenseth that he's gonna get just an opportunity to come back and show that he's still got it. Uh, I mean, wouldn't it be crazy if he came back? And I, I don't. Maybe I'm stretching it. What if he came back and he won the first race back? Like he's got Matt, the car Matt to do Kenseth. it. He's got the car to do it. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to have any practice time though or nothing. I think he's just is he is there going to be qualifying? I don't know how they plan that one out. Uh I know I, there's going to be no practices. Who how this is going to work? Yeah, it's just, oh, so weird, so weird, but I'm I don't know. Uh so much happening and it's just like there's so much there's so much about these things. I mean, 
we we mentioned uh with Kenza there and and Larson uh you know being the former driver he should not be named uh NASCAR and NBC did not mind naming him uh when they were talking about a World of Outlaws race that's happening this weekend right uh yep. Friday right actually is it happening Friday uh, um, uh let me check uh Friday in Iowa World of Outlaws event so I. I mean, maybe it's me. Casey Kane's going to be in the race, too. That's awesome. This is, uh, I'm pretty sure I read Casey Kane's first race back doing uh, some yep. dirt racing after he got injured um, last year. But is it is it me, or is it a little interesting that NASCAR on Fox brings or promote is I mean, they're not necessarily promoting it, but bring this up. You know what I mean? Like, are you telling me, like, if Miles Garrett was like, hey, I'm going to go play in the CFL that, you know, NFL on Fox is going to promote that or talk about that on their Facebook page. Here's yeah. the best way I can equate this. And I do believe it is kind of strange that NASCAR is bringing this, or at least NASCAR on Fox is bringing this up. Because we all remember one guy who used to drive for Penske, then Evernham, then for his own team that lasted about five races, Jeremy Mayfield. Yeah. We all remember that guy, right? Well, when he was busted with cocaine or whatever it was. Methamphetamine. Meth, yeah. Nobody spoke about him. There wasn't a word about him in the news. Not not from NASCAR, not from anybody. And all of a sudden, Kyle Larson ha- has a racist moment, which I would argue is ad- as bad, maybe worse, than drug abuse of any kind. Uh, because not only is, is it, not only is, you could say that drug abuse is bad because it hurts yourself. Racism is bad because it hurts everybody else. Mm. Uh, and yourself, because now Kyle Larson is embarrassed. Uh, but I, I would say that because of that, because I think that racism is worse than drug abuse, uh, I have to say that anybody bringing up the fact that Kyle Larson is coming back, Kyle Larson coming back at all as early as he is, you know, it's it's legal, but is it still weird? Yes. Is yeah. it weird that it's his own team? No. But his sponsors may be a little bit weirded out by this. They may not. We talked about a, a sponsor that he has uh, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that says they're going to stick by him. That's uh, Plan B sales, Plan yeah, B sales, and Finley Farms, which are his, both are his sprint car sponsors. I mean, you think yeah. about it; they were cool. They're gonna back him. That's fine. You know what I mean? And I don't yeah. think it's like weird for them, because um, they looked at it as, "Hey, honest mistake. Um, <laughs> it's a big time mistake. That's a huge mistake yeah. that no one should ever make that mistake." Uh, you make that mistake, you face the consequences. And yeah. uh, I mean, I'm glad. I am. Part of me is glad that it wasn't like, "Hey, cancel this guy. He's never gonna get right. his redemption." Right. But yeah. at the same time, it's not you know redemption now. You know, it is way too soon to yeah. you know. And my big issue is. Why are they promoting this? Why is NASCAR yeah. and NBC promoting this? Uh, it's not necessarily a promotion, 
But it, they were basically the ones that broke the news. The news that came from the where most people are getting this information is from the NASCAR and NBC Facebook page. Like, that's crazy to me. If, you know, motorsport.com posted about it, whatever, or, you know, one of those, a, a different... A credible if, news. Site. If JeffGluck.com posted about it, it, if we talked about it, we broke the news, right? We are a racing podcast. Yes, we mainly talk about NASCAR, but we are not NASCAR. We aren't NASCAR. As much as NASCAR tried to make... I just burped there on the podcast. My bad. Nice. Um... I, you burped, uh, you're sore now, it's time to fart. You see, I haven't even been drinking. I'm just drinking water. You know, at least it's water. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, we're as much as NASCAR is like, hey, we are NASCAR this year, or I am NASCAR. No, we are not NASCAR. Like, this is not... We, if we talked about IndyCar, we can. You know what I mean? If we talked about dirt racing and James being an announcer, we can. You know, that says nothing to do with NASCAR, but it's racing. But the yep. NASCAR and NBC website is a nat or or Facebook page is a NASCAR news outlet, not an IndyCar outlet. They will post about Kurt Busch running, or you know, if Kurt Busch did the Indy 500 again, they will post yeah, about it, that because that's a guy in NASCAR. It's a, it's a dry, yeah, it's a guy in NASCAR who's going to generate news. He's going to generate clicks. He's going to generate attention in the NASCAR world. Of course, that they're going to keep posting that and they're going to keep trying to get numbers out of it that's just that's business that's just how that goes to me anyway and that's totally fine that's fine but (laughs) as a nascar strictly nascar page to talk about larson you know and you know yes he's still suspended that's a good that's a nascar related post he is. Yeah. Uh, uh, James, I know you brought it up before the podcast. I don't need to steal your thunder here. Uh, he did complete his uh, sensitivity training uh, or whatever yeah. it was that he did, his class. Um, you could say you, you stole but his But he is still thunder. suspended. He's still suspended by NASCAR, not World of Outlaw. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, Miles Garrett, that, I, that's my comparison here. Miles Garrett took a helmet. He swung it over the head of another football player, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph didn't have, didn't get hurt, you know, from that. He didn't. That wasn't where he got his concussion. Yeah, he got a big concussion earlier in the season, but right. still, that swing didn't hurt Mason Rudolph. It's just the fact that he did it. It's the principle. Miles Garrett yep. was suspended for the season. If Miles Garrett decided he's going to take his talents to the Canadian Football League. There's no way any of these teams or any of these outlets that are that are strictly NFL pages, NFL on Fox, NFL on ESPN, NFL on NBC, whatever. If they posted about, they're not going to do that. They wouldn't do that. It's a suspended player. Uh, yeah, I know. I, NASCAR's a little different, though, in terms of covering things like that. It's just, it's making it okay for all those people who are like, Larson did nothing wrong, you know? Yeah. Like, I understand what you mean. I think, like, with, sorry to cut anyone off. Nope. Like, the, like, NFL, MLB, uh, NBA, it's, it's all, it's, that's all, like, a kind of a team structure. It all kind of focuses on the team as a whole. With NASCAR, it's very kind of individualized. That's why you, you, you know, you still have, uh, NASCAR and NBC uh, posting updates about you know Kurt Busch when he did the Indy 500 and updating about all that. And but it's probably... very that's very different. It's very different. 
I know. Yeah, it's that's extremely what I'm extremely different. Yeah, no, I I agree. Oh, it's, it's you know that's crazy. That is crazy to me. That blows my mind. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I I do. Um, you know, I I want Larson to have his redemption. There is part of me that wants that. You know, yeah, yeah for any. I don't. I don't think anybody is looking at him like, "Wow, Larson is such a bad person." I don't think anyone thought that. Yeah. Um, but I do think that people are like, "Man, Larson's a idiot. What a idiot!" You know? Right. It, yeah, but it's yeah, unredeemable though. The know? the thing about this whole thing is that with the world of outlaws bringing him back so soon after this, it basically makes it a slap on the wrist. Yeah, like you oh, know, that's no big deal. Because he still gets to do something he really loves. Yeah. Something that he's probably going to do anyway. Because he's been dirt racing his entire life. He's he, He'll probably go to his grave r- driving on a dirt track. He's, uh, a, big, you know, he's so, a bigger so, dirt guy than, Cup, than NASCAR guy. Right. So, yeah. so there's really no super loss that he has to suffer on the dirt track side of things. Mm-hmm. Yes, his NASCAR right. career could be done for a couple of years, but that's no skin off his nose if he can still go dirt racing. He's totally fine with that, I guarantee it. Didn't he say uh, winning the, Ch- the Chili Bowl was a bigger deal than winning uh, Daytona 500, in his opinion? I... I don't know that he said that. I think maybe... Him, I think maybe he said winning the Chili Bowl was bigger than his first NASCAR, which was at Michigan. Yeah. I don't know uh, that, but I mean that would make a lot. Of- he yeah, said something. Yeah. He did say something along those lines we, of how the yeah. Chili Bowl means a lot more to him than than something something involving NASCAR. So, right. I mean, the Chili Bowl is a big deal. It is a really big deal. That's a huge race. Oh, yeah. I, I would say that's one of the top ten biggest races in at least America. You know. In general, I mean, it's the it's the Indy 500, the Daytona 500. I mean, Chili Bowl is up there. So, absolutely. Uh, you yeah. know, I don't know. I know. Uh, I feel like you know we've kind of covered a couple different grounds today. Uh, we people found out that I'm not a Vince Welch fan. Uh, <laughs> I love Vince Welch. I met him. He's a great guy. I have no don't problem with him. Don't put him in the cup broadcast. I'm sorry. He's just, no, he's just he's don't just do not a cup guy. Do I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I just I, I, I would be very upset, you know, if if you know Mike Joy does isn't doing cup. It really would upset me. Mm. Uh, I think anybody replacing Mike Joy is uh, is upsetting to me. Mm. Uh, yeah. If you're if you're doing that, you've got some tall tall shoes to fill. Yeah. You know, uh, and by tall shoes, uh, I want to advocate for the first time ever on this podcast i want boris said to be an announcer someday so i hope that's the uh, most, of all random <laughs> things that i brought up on this podcast that is the most random one i think i brought up. um I I, I, honestly that's probably a good thought he's very well spoken yeah have you ever heard I, him in I, interviews i'd still get a kick of out of uh, him uh, saying somebody needs to go teach Greg Biffle a lesson after his wreck in, in Watkins Glen. Biffle's a child. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love Boris Said, and I think I've always yeah. thought that Boris Said would make a great announcer. And yeah. I don't know if he would do NASCAR. I think he has a very big love for NASCAR that he would do it. Uh, but I, I feel right. like I would, I'd love to hear him in IMSA. 
He'd probably do MC. Yeah, that was he'd be great with MC. Yeah. I mean, come on. NASCAR and NBC does the uh, MRN style reporting from the road courses. Put Boris said in a turn. Just do it for me. You know, this is my call out to NBC. I just want Boris said doing one turn at Watkins Glen if that happens this year. Uh, oh, anything else, funny. gentlemen? I think we uh, are nearing the end of episode ten. This, you know, this should have been a celebration episode, but again, we right. just started talking about the coronavirus. Um, this was right. probably the most down episode. Yeah, you. Well, were, you I think the celebration episode will happen next week. Yeah, because that that's when you know business will start to pick up, and it'll be that weekend. Business is that booming. racing will officially come back, and that'll be the week that we spend. Probably every single living second just waiting for Darlington. Uh, But I do have something for you, fellas. Uh, You guys spoke about the video games. We spoke about the video games uh, before the, the, the broadcast started tonight. Ken Squire. A, a good friend of mine who I worked with for about three years, uh, just over two years in Vermont, uh, was the voice of the commercial for NASCAR Heat Fun. And it, he he sounded very dramatic. Uh, he, he might not have been particularly loud. I don't exactly understand how uh, the, they, they mixed the sound with it, not how I would have done it. Uh, but uh, Na- the the NASCAR Heat Five video game is coming out. I don't particularly care to be honest with you because I like NASCAR Heat Four. I'm probably going to yeah. stick with that for a couple of years. Um, but uh, Ken Squire voicing the commercial, I got to tell you, that made me a very proud uh, former Vermonter. Yeah, you know it was it was funny um, earlier. Um, Eric apologized for stealing your thunder, and I was going to make the joke. Oh, he stole your NASCAR thunder, and. <laughs> Yeah, and now we're talking about the video games, and I was going to be like, I was going to bring that up, and no, James was like, NASCAR Heat 5, so you got it, you got it. James uh, James heard you starting to talk and was like, nope, this is mine, I'm keeping it. Uh, you know, I, I think the big thing between NASCAR, you mentioned uh, NASCAR Heat 5, and you might not get it because NASCAR Heat 4. NASCAR Heat 4, I think, is a nice step up from NASCAR Heat 3, as well as yeah. 2 and 1. Or yeah. uh, yeah. evolution, but uh, NASCAR Heat Six, if that's what it's called after this one, is actually supposed to be on a new uh, engine, new video game engine, which will make it um, probably just it will look a lot better for sure. Uh, but mm-hmm. e- each engine, they everything runs different. Um, I know that they are now have a, they now have a new publisher. Uh, Seven Hundred Four Games has now become just the developer. Um, but a former Codemasters employee, uh, I'm not quite sure what his role was with Codemasters, has uh, Motorsport Publishing in UK. Uh, they are publishing the NASCAR game. Uh, they, I don't know if they did NASCAR Heat 4, but I know for sure they're doing Heat 5. Uh, and that gives me a lot of hope for NASCAR Heat 6, because NASCAR Heat 5 is basically just going to be... Uh, some sort of rehash of the old They're game, out. not completely. I don't believe. I don't want to say, "Hey, uh, here's something I don't know for sure," uh, because it is something I don't know for sure. However, I do know for sure it's going to be in, the next game will be on a new uh, game engine, and I would like to hope that it's going to be something similar to what we've seen with the Codemaster games, which Codemasters 
puts out incredible video games. So, high hopes. High hopes. Yeah, very high hopes. Um, yeah. I, mean, I didn't know about that. Yeah, no, that's some, uh, for someone, it was a Twitter post from one of the developers or someone part of one of the teams. So, mm -hmm. uh, I did see that and it's cool to um all right so episode 10 i'm leaning very far away from my mic so i hope i sound fine you sound fine oh yeah i'm just like i'm i'm straight good, up chilling good. oh my god i almost <laughs> just fell back <laughs> i, I saw it. that and uh, as uh, as poorly as you're pixelated on my phone right now yeah. i saw i saw the whites of your eyes and you yeah. looked like you were scared out of your mind that almost dude. just happened uh that would have been bad <laughs> I would have been going to a backup car. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, your third car. You're on your backup. Car. I, I would have. I would have gone to the gulag. <laughs> You'd have had to. <laughs> You'd have I, had to buy a, a car from another team. Yeah. 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 Okay. Awkward silence. Whatever. What car? What car? What team are you gonna buy from? That's what the. I was waiting from. I was waiting for that. <laughs> you gonna buy a car from my team? Motorsports. Oh, uh, Webler Motorsports, man. We build <laughs> the finest vehicles. Uh, you, can, uh, you hit up uh, John Cohen, the, uh, what was it, XXX Stream? No, I miss XXX Stream Racing, yeah. dude. What a, what a weird team. Like, look, all look, look. All this going on, get him back in the sport. Why not? I don't know what he did or why even that team existed, but what I do <laughs> know they had some of the most fire vehicles on the racetrack. Like, oh, yeah. their paint schemes, they spent more money on paint schemes and equipment. Like, those were <laughs> the no-label watches car. Well, oh, I my mean, God. This is kind of the principle. If you can't run well, at least make it look good. That yeah. Phoenix something car. I don't know what the Phoenix was or what the sponsor was, but it was, like, blue and orange. Like, Woo, Phoenix, what a paint scheme. Phoenix something. Um... Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about, though. I can remember the paint scheme. <laughs> All right, so we're two for two on really random things to talk about. John Cohen and uh, <laughs> Boris said being an announcer. I'm going to do uh, one more for you guys. Just one more. Is that okay? Yeah. At it. Yeah. Uh, I, really, I really want Kenny Habool to make a comeback in the Xfinity series. Like, Ooh, he, uh, he, he, he was doing ball. races, doing races, and then all of a sudden, like, like uh, Hendrick Motorsports, he, or he was like, "Hey, Chase Elliott, I want to sponsor you." Out of nowhere, and then he was gone. I mean, what happened to Kenny Habool? His, his sun energy might have become moon energy. I don't know. I would say maybe like uh, maybe like not lit energy. <laughs> <laughs> like speaking of, speaking of awesome names, is still a NASCAR? What would you say? Is Caesar Baccarella still in NASCAR? I uh, I think so. I don't know. I think he, he might still be kicking around with the um, with McLeod's team. Um, I, thought... I think he mostly was from like endurance racing. I think though, and he came over and he, he hasn't been great. But didn't uh, he drive like the eight car a couple of years ago when it was for BJ? The, the, oh, he drove the ninety as well, but he drove the eight car when he like first. Oh yeah, he drove the ninety too for uh, he, for Goosens uh, or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, he was in one of the races this year. I think he oh. was in the one in Daytona. Yeah, he's still like, kicking he... around. Yeah, maybe he, maybe Caesar Baccarella should be an announcer. Yeah, well, well, I'd have to hear an interview first, and all. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe he has to finish well. 
Alright, so... <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah. So, the most random end of a podcast. Uh, everybody, thank you for watching. Appreciate everyone being here. Woo! Gang, gang. Yes,